This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Makes a man miss. Look out. He's electric. Welcome to Tigers and 20s Game Balls, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast. Listen in as we hand out game balls to the top performing athletes from the previous week and get their insight into the game. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Game Balls. Man, this is episode number three, and I'm excited to have a new guy y'all haven't heard from before on our uh, podcast, but we're excited to have uh, linebacker Davion Mayo on the the, uh, episode today. Man, he is the recipient of the game ball from Go Tigers 247 for the Arkansas State game. Davion, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good, pretty good. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. Listen, this is a new episode we're doing. We've been doing this for this year specifically, and it's exciting, man. I always enjoy talking to people that um, maybe we haven't heard from before, um, guys that are making a, a wave on the field for the first time. Um, when I put the question out to Go Tiger 247 family members, I said, hey, man, who wants to – who should get it on the defense side of the ball, man? It, you know, th- your name was mentioned quite a bit because, man, this is this is kind of a new – like you're new to the field for the Tigers, you know, especially on the, the the defensive side of the ball. You've you've been with the Tigers now for two years, right? Yes, sir. And so this this is your first year to 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 actually play um, linebacker to be in that rotation. Uh, man, yep. he had a huge game against Arkansas State. Eight tackles, five of them solo, just everywhere, all over the field, man. But um, how did how did how did it feel to you, man? How did it feel to be out there? I mean, it felt it really felt great, honestly, you know, to finally actually get that in game experience, you know, learn a lot of do's and don'ts. And it just felt great, honestly. How did is it is it that way? Like do you when you go back and look at um at game film after the game, you know, in your in your linebacker room and your in your with your defensive players, with the whole team, when you're looking at film do you learn? Do you find yourself learning a lot more actually being on the field and like un, like living out like game experiences, or is it you're taking everything you learn from practice and saying, "Man, I, I know what I need to do," but it's not really real until you get out out there on the field? Well, I mean, we pretty much go over the game plan throughout the week, you know what to expect and all that. But then you really get the real you know, the real thing in the game. So you get, you know, you have to play it, of course, a lot different from practice. But it's another thing is it's more clear. So as far as looks and, you know, what we said we would, were going to expect that week, it's a lot more clear in the game. So your reads can be a little faster. Absolutely, man. So what was it like being able to play in front of Tiger fans for the first time this year? Honestly, it was – it was a great, it was great, honestly. You know, first time really getting to show, you know, my talent to the uh, 
Tiger fans. So it was great. And I love the support. So it was great. It's got to be nice to to I know I know every athlete every high level athlete says there's nothing greater than being on the road and quieting the home crowd but there's got to be something to man like when you do something well when the team is doing well when the refs make a bad call or whatever having that home crowd behind you you know making an impact like they did on Saturday yeah, it it is. The home crowd was it was crazy. You know, first home game, it was crazy. A lot of a lot of fans there. You know, just they really actually helped the game, help us win the game. If you ask me, you know, just with the momentum and all that, they helped carry it, and get us that victory. Yeah, it's not often that you literally see a crowd impact the the game like the way they did in that that final drive for Arkansas State man I mean how many they had two straight you know false starts had I mean it was just so loud I mean I'm on the field you know doing camera work and stuff like that and it was just like man it wasn't even the biggest crowd I've ever seen at the Liberty Bowl but it was loud it was it was I think it it affected them a lot you know just probably had them jumpy a little bit you know yeah. So I think it did. So obviously your role shifted this week and even last week in the second half, you know, when Zay Collins went down with the um with a targeting call in the first half of the of the Navy game, um, you know, your role shifted and 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 kind of took, you know, hey, we need you now kind of deal. Like, you know, Zay being the fifth year starter, the guy that's been on the team as long as anybody else that's been on that you've been on that roster. Um, you know, what was your preparation like this week coming into uh, the game against Arkansas State, knowing that, man, your role was about to change and you were about to have a lot more of a responsibility on you? Honestly, I would say, you know, I always, now this year, I've always tried to prepare like anything could happen. You know, I'm that next guy up, so I have to always make sure I'm prepared. But this week it was more, it wasn't too much from, the previous weeks, but I mean, besides being a little more locked in, but just really, you know, have fun and just play, you know what I'm saying? So that's all it pretty much was. And just don't be so tense, be loose, just go play. How do you do that, man? Like, how do you go knowing that your role is going to change? I'm sure there's got to be some tension, some nervousness, some excitement, I guess, but how do you stay loose and not, let that moment overwhelm you? Um, I would say, you know, I, I honestly would say just believe in yourself, honestly. Just believe in yourself. Believe in the talents you have. You know, you're meant to be here. And just believe that you can do it. Go out there and do it like you know you can. So just believe in yourself and don't sweat too much. Just, you know, be loose. See, that's a different level. That's a different type of confidence, man. Because most people would kind of bow to that pressure, right? But, but there's a level of confidence that comes with, you know, the squad that you have, the the leadership you have on the team, the the other other guys, your brothers in the linebacker room that said that. Did they kind of give you the confidence to, yo, man, Davion, you got this. Like, don't don't freak yourself out. Like, you can do this. You can handle this. They they did. You know, just. Of course, they, you know, gave me some tips, you know, Coach Hank, 
gave me some tips, you know, just, but for the most part, everybody just said, just play, you know, just play, be loose. That's all I don't try to overdo anything. Just do my job. So. Yeah, that's interesting, man. That's super interesting because I think I was talking to Quindell last week about the same thing, and and you know we were talking about his instincts playing off of instincts, and it, and that's got to be such a a a you know those instincts kind of get sharpened over time as you're as you're playing and playing hard, but but knowing that you know man you've been playing this game for a while, like this is not this is nothing. No, there's nothing new to this for you. How do you? I mean. Tell me about that, like with in terms of like instinctual kind of play, like what what does that look like for Davion Mayo out there on the field? Well, I would say, you know, because I I originally was a running back, so I changed over to linebacker coming into college. So that was a little that was a big transition for sure. But I would say just just key reading keys. And a, a lot of the uh, keys last week was with the run game was the tight end, you know, him telling us where a lot, a lot of the runs were, what type of runs we were going to have and what, where they would be going and stuff like that. So I would just say reading the keys really helped out a lot on tackles. So in your, in your bios, I was reading up on you a little bit. I did notice you played, you, you were a, damn good running back in high school you did play defense on you did play defense in high school as well right yes sir i did it's just i i really kind of played where i was needed honestly in high school but i didn't i didn't really think i was gonna go play linebacker but you know coach man came and a lot of stuff changed my mind so that's kind of how that went. How did that how did that conversation go? Like, what did Coach Mack come and say to you? I know he's no longer here. You got Coach Barnes in there now. But how did Coach Mack broach that subject with you? Like, hey, we know you're a running back, but we think you could play linebacker as well. He honestly said with me being a, a bigger back, like, and he said that I reminded him of another player he had, that a really good player that he had that started off as a running back. So he just kind of had me weigh out my options a lot, honestly. And he felt like I I could be a – I was a good running back, but he felt like I could be a really good player on the uh, defensive side too, you know, with being able to, you know, run and as, with my athleticism as well. So he just kind of, you know, and he just kind of had me thinking a lot. And the, the love he showed, honestly, was – I appreciate him for that a lot. So the love he showed and just giving me that confidence that I could really go do it on this side, it really that's really what got me to switch over, honestly. Yeah, that's got to be an interesting dilemma almost, right? Like that decision that you have to make, like – you know, you when you when you run the ball when you're running back in high school and you're you're successful at it, you know, to have to have that conversation with your family, with your people, and say, hey, what do you think about this? That's got to be a tough decision to make sure. to to make that changeover. For sure, it it wasn't it wasn't easy at all. I mean, I played a lot of different positions throughout high school, but that last year, I really you know have set on running back. But I don't know. It's just I really just wherever I could be the most successful, I was okay with. 
I like that, man. That's what's that's what I love about football so much, man, is that it's a team it's, it is the ultimate team game, right? Like wherever wherever you can fit in, you get it. Wherever you can get in, you fit in, right? Like if I want to I want to help this team out and if if that place for me is um playing a completely different position and learning that, then I'm going to do that and and I mean, I just love that about football players and football in general. Is that just seems to be a pretty prevalent uh, mindset for a lot of football players is, man, I'm going to do whatever it takes for this team to be successful. Most definitely. Most definitely. So your name was brought up quite a bit in the offseason, man. Like, you, you know, Coach Coach Silverfield a few times in his uh, in his media availabilities. I know Coach Hankins talked about you a lot. You know, we um, – you know, the, a lot of the media, you know, we knew – we know about Zay, um, you know, bringing in uh, Tyler, you know, bringing in Jeff – you know, we we kind of had an idea of who were going to be some of the mainstays on the lineback in the linebacker room, um, but to a person, like every single time that was asked, your name was brought up um, as somebody who, man, we're going to see this guy on the field, and there's going to be some expectation on him to to produce um, for the team. So, how did you prepare yourself in the off season? Like, what what did spring ball and summer camp and all that look like for you as you started to know, hey, man, I'm I'm going to be a a legitimate um, contender for a, a a position on in this defense this year. How did you prepare yourself for that? Well, honestly, it all started with spring. You know, spring was okay. I developed a lot more than I was from the uh, previous year, and but throughout that summer, going into fall camp, I really you know took initiative to like work on a lot of different stuff that I needed to be prepared to be able to, you know, be that contender in the linebacker room to be out there with the defense. So I, I took time, you know, was a, I asked, you know, the stuff I needed to work on. And I worked on it quite a bit off season, you know, by my, by myself for the most part, but also with, you know, some of the players in the room. So I did a lot of that. Just a lot of hard work, honestly. And it's, it's, I'm glad it's paying off. Man, it is absolutely paying off. I mean, you've been playing like a monster all year, especially in this Arkansas State game, man. Five solo tackles, eight tackles and uh, uh, all together. Um, man, this linebacker room, obviously the defense last year um, was led by J.J. Uh, Russell, you know, had been with the team for a long time. He was a middle linebacker, just the – to me, felt like the kind of the the vocal heart and soul of that of that defense. Um, you know, Zay obviously is is a leader on that team. Quindell, a leader in that in that defensive room as well. But what is that linebacker room like this year? It, it seems like there's a lot of veteran talent, but also a lot of young guys like yourself, like Andrew, guys who are the future of that linebacker room. And then you got Coach Hankins who. Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, he's one of the more enjoyable guys to talk to on, you know, on the coaching staff. He he comes across like he he carries himself like a head coach already. Um, what is that linebacker room like with so much veteran leadership, a coach like Coach Hankins, and then all this young talent that's out there? Well, we just hold everybody to high expectation, honestly. You know what I'm saying? We got the go mad, which means go make a difference. So we're just out there all trying to. Go make a difference, you know. We're we feel like, you know, as linebackers, we're kind of the heart of the defense for sure. 
So, we, you know, we playing bad. We're probably not going to have a good defensive game. So we just go make a difference and be the leaders out there on the defensive side. I love that. Go mad. That is awesome. Go yes, make a sir. difference. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So so in terms of your skill set, like where do you feel like you make the most difference at? Like what is your – are you a, um, a guy that's able to – cover the flats cover the tight ends in the in the in the slot like where do you find yourself you know being the most successful are you a good pass coverage guy or do you man I love to stuff the run like what what is it that you like to do out there I feel like I'm just a playmaker honestly a little bit of both you know I come and stop the run you know I can go out and hold tight ends running backs so I just feel like I'm a playmaker a little mixture of both you know what I'm saying Absolutely. So I was talking to a um, uh, uh, North Texas, the Mean Green uh, beat writer today, and one of the things he talked about is is this the stat line that he's looking to the most for this next game against North Texas is third down conversions for North Texas. Can they keep the drives going? And for and you know, I'm sure you guys have talked about this. I'm sure it's something that the defensive coaches have talked about, that even the the players are talking about. Um, right now, that's a struggle for Memphis uh, on the defensive side of the ball is getting off the field on third down. Um, man, what is it – what goes into that? And, and what are some of the things y'all are doing to try to, like, figure out, man, how can we do better at that? Yeah, it's been – it's been these first couple games, it's been a struggle. You know, we just we we just gotta finish. You know what I'm saying? We we get good first, second, and just we just gotta finish finish the drive out. You know, and get out of the get out of um, off the field on third down. But we're we're just really emphasizing. You know, honestly, just finishing, just finishing the drive out. But I'm sure for this next week we'll be a, a whole lot better at the third down. This yeah. Week. I, I'm sure, and it, it's hard to take a sampling size of three games and say this is the way that the team is, the, or the defensive side of the ball is. Um, but, you know, obviously I think, like you said, the finishing side of things is is a huge part of of a successful defense. Like, you can stop the guys on first and second down, but if they're still able to continue the drive out, man, like, it's a good thing to get three and out, man. Good thing to get off the field, right? Mm-hmm, for sure. Absolutely. No, making sure we execute execute do you think it's a do you think at some point it's it's a lack of concentration is is it kind of like letting go a little bit or is it or is what do you think it is that's a good question honestly honestly you know oh we got a lot of like it's a lot of different people going from here and there you know with subs and all that you know just all just being together you know on the same page, honestly, that's what I feel like. Just being on the same page is for the most part. Yeah. With the, Sorry, man. Go ahead. Yeah, just being on the same page with the, you know, with the different substitution, different people in different positions, just making every sure everybody is on the same page and executing. Yeah, because if you're in third down, a lot of times defenses will have like different personnel groups for, for a third down, right? So it's like making sure that when that – third down personnel comes on that they're not missing assignments that they're making sure everybody's sticking together right for sure for sure that's that's probably exactly what i meant when i talking about the um 
side of things where we're switching people out here and there, just making sure, you know, that the assignment, they're knowing their assignment, executing, including myself, you know, when I'm out there. So, I mean, how tough is it, man? Like, it's so wild that, I mean, football is such a team sport. Like, everybody can do their – play their position, play that play well. And if one person makes a mistake, it's it could be over, right? Like, it could be – they could get that third down and ten conversion. They could go 60 yards for a touchdown. Like, it's – it's a football such a team sport in that way. For sure. I, I honestly got that um, experience in the game, you know, with that – you know, one one little false step or one um, not staying inside on this route, you know, just different stuff like that. It can it can go for a touchdown or it can be a conversion on third uh, a third down conversion. So, absolutely, man. Well, hey, listen, I think I think you have shown yourself well over these last few weeks. I'm excited to continue to see you out there on the field, man. Good luck the rest of the way. And congratulations on winning a game ball from Go Tigers 247, man. You were the defensive player of the game for Go Tigers 247. Congratulations, man. Go kill it the rest of the year, bro. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Game Balls. This is episode number three. This is the um, the third time we've handed out game balls from Go Tigers 247 to Tiger football players that had a great game um, in the previous week's game. And we've done this twice, and we have had one person who is unanimous. Um, from all Go Tiger 247 fans, there was one person who was unanimous, and that's the man that's on with us right now. That's Caden Priestcorn. What's going on, brother? Nothing much. Just just chilling, really. <laughs> man, you were unanimous. I said, I put it out there on the boards. I said, okay, who gets the game ball for the Tigers? And a lot of folks said a lot of players, but there was only one name that was consistent among everybody that commented, and that was your name. How does that feel, man? I mean, it feels pretty good, but I'm more of like a, a team guy, so like I don't I don't really like to talk about myself or or like congratulate myself, but I mean it feels pretty good. Well, listen, here's the thing. 
we're not asking you to congratulate <laughs> yourself. We're congratulating you for you. So you had a great game, man. Five receptions, 69 yards, two touchdowns. And just a overall, man, just a, a, a really, really good game. Um, how did it feel to get out there and produce as well as you did last last week against Arkansas State? I felt, I felt really good. My confidence has grown since the first game. Mississippi State, after that drop, I feel like over the middle, I feel like ever since then, my confidence has grown. It's been growing each week and each week. And, the, and last week, I mean, a couple of games, like game before, it's like, man, I feel – we have a lot of good skill players, so like it could be anybody's week. But last week, Seth threw me the ball, and I, and I had to produce. It's interesting, man. Like even in the Navy game, you know the Tigers. That play that you scored the touchdown on against Navy is a play that Tiger fans have seen, you know, numerous times over the years. That I don't even know what is that play called. It's just like a little shovel, shovel, like pass a, just a little shovel pass. Yeah. What's interesting, though, is in prior seasons, it's always been one of the speed guys, one of the one of the running backs that got that that shovel pass. This is the first time I've seen it where one of the biggest guys on the field gets the ball. How did what is that something? I mean, obviously, you guys have practiced that play, but is that something that were you like, I'm going to get this ball right now? Like, that's awesome. I like that play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've been we've been we've been running that for a while now and just. It just happened to me in that situation in that the, the certain yardage we were usually run that play and we were inside the five I think yep that's normally a typical time we run it and I just my number was called and I I had to produce well you absolutely did produce and you've you've been producing all year I mean I know I know how I know how you guys are you athletes are man y'all always are gonna find out if I remember that that one drop pass in the Mississippi State game and and talk about that three weeks later but since that play man you you've been producing and it, and it's something that we talked about the last time me and you had a conversation was that I've never heard especially coach Silverfield call out someone's name as much as he did your name in the preseason where he said listen man Caden is going to play a big role and it's clear that he was not lying you have absolutely um you know this is by far the the most um you know production in terms of the offensive side of the ball that you've had since you've been at Memphis at this point you've got 11 receptions 116 yards and three touchdowns man how's it feel to um to to kind of back up what your coaches have been saying about you since the preseason i mean definitely means the world like especially my story like being a walk-on quarterback like overcoming like it's been a long journey sitting behind good players in front of me like my first year joey was here and sean dykes and like like i said before in our last interview i knew i had to have that really good off season to give give confidence to my coaches that i could have the role I wanted this year and so far so far it's been going good but still we still got nine games left so it's a it's a long year isn't mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. yes sir we want to get that one more so 10 yeah let's go get that one more let's mm -hmm. go get that new year's let's go get that new year's day bowl right mm -hmm. and the conference <laughs> conference championship let's go get that conference championship <laughs> and that new year's day bowl that's yeah. what I'm talking about um yeah you you've had you know, you, it's such an interesting your your resurgence is such an interesting thing. And even over the last couple of games, there's been a difference in the way that the ball has been gotten to you. Like in this in this game against uh, Arkansas State, 
they really stretched the field with you across the middle. Is that is that something that um, you think you would have felt comfortable with earlier on in the year, or is that something that hey man, just kind of getting into the groove of things and 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 playing more and being out there more and producing more has allowed you to feel more confident about running those longer routes across the middle of the field? Yeah, I definitely feel like these last couple of games, like playing more and getting more experience has definitely built my confidence to do those, do those things. But I mean, I've shown them practice a lot, but like it's different in a game. Game speed is, feels like it's almost twice as fast sometimes, but I feel like it's definitely grown. The conference has definitely shown over these last couple of weeks. So in our last conversation, you talked about being a basketball player and how you grew up playing ball and um, I noticed it on that on that uh, touchdown pass across the middle. Uh, was it the little was it a little post route towards the middle where you caught the touchdown pass? Yeah, um, you ha- you kind of hit the defender with a little hezzy, man. You kind of hit him <laughs> with a a little hezzy crossover into the middle of the in the middle of the field. Is that did you like rely on some of those basketball moves to get open? Yeah, definitely. I feel like definitely that quick to to the head is definitely something like definitely something in basketball like. Like Seth kind of threw it early than earlier than expected because like the release the release off the line wasn't as as clean, so I just and I snatched my head around. And I, I definitely I caught it a little awkward at first, but it's definitely something I learned from basketball. <laughs> so you talked about that. You you just said it's so interesting. I love getting kind of in depth on the play. You talked about how the ball came a little bit faster than you thought because or than you than you expected it because the release off the line wasn't clean. What does that mean in terms of of like was the defender pressed up on you? Is that what that means? Yeah, we had like a defensive end like to the right of me in the in the the, the other tight end John Hassel was in the game. He kind of got caught up, which kind of like I had to slow up my release a little bit. So then when I ran a post so I could run the post route, but it was it was mainly because of the defensive lineman on the line of scrimmage that caused us to be a little slower than expected. So did you know that you needed to get your head turned around quicker because that release was a little bit slow? Yeah, because I, because I kind of like as soon as I ran around, I kind of, I when as soon as I put my foot on the ground, I kind of peeked a little bit to see who was over them, and I saw one safety, so I knew I had to be a little, I knew I had to be a little flatter on it. And so, the, my, so the safety was right. back. Yeah. So the safety was back, and you said so. You saw that play. You saw that you released into the middle. You tur- you took your post route. And you said you you had to kind of settle down into that little area, that mid mid range area. Is yeah, that what you're saying. Yeah, that's so interesting, man. It's so interesting to me because you know even Seth in the post game talked about how, um, you know he had pre snap reads and post snap reads, and how you were the 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 initial um, you were the initial post snap read based on what the defense was doing. It is so interesting to me how. Um, instinctual that you guys are on the field, but also have this insane ability to like see things and read things in real time. And what, and like, cause we're talking that decision to, to, to cut off your route and flatten it down a little bit probably took you half a second to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely, I knew, it was definitely quicker than expected. Yeah, it was, I mean, that, it was pretty fast. Where does that come from? I mean, like, how do you is that is that like that that ability to 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 react instinctually like that? Is that does that come from game reps? Is that just practice and practice and practice and throwing and throwing with Seth? What is that? How do you get that comfortable? I definitely think it's like all through, like 
throwing outside of throwing outside of practice, throwing in practice, and even game reps, knowing the game speed of the speed of the game. But definitely, definitely a lot of reps in practice, running running the the same 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 plays, running the same routes with just me and him. Definitely, that's the reason why. God, so interesting, man. That is so that's so interesting how how you guys have to on the fly make decisions like that so fast like a, you know as somebody who has not played football um at the level that you guys have are, are playing at now just it just is mind-boggling to me how quickly y'all have to make those decisions in such a physical game like it's not like you're just out there playing seven on seven just you know running up and down the field man you've got a lot of responsibilities that you have to you have to uh take on and yet man very quickly you're able to make that decision that's just a that's there's so much to this game that I just love, man. It's pretty awesome. I know it's football is one, football is one of a kind. Just like there's no other sport like it. Like especially the, the reactions you have to have on the field, where like where the defense lines up, you have to do something else. Like it's pretty crazy. So in the last conversation we had, we talked about the two different roles that a tight end plays in any offense. And we talked about how, you know, you, you, you discussed like playing quarterback and in high school and how, you know, the pass catching and uh, route running kind of obviously there's always things to learn and to grow in and all that kind of stuff. But you, uh, you, you that kind of came more naturally to you. But it's that other side, the blocking that is be, that is something that you're consistently growing in, consistently learning and trying to to get better at Um Obviously, in this last game against Arkansas State, you had a huge block that sprung Seth for a rushing TD. How do you how do you feel like your blocking skills have progressed over the years so far? I feel like they've definitely significantly gotten better over the years. Especially, I think the one thing that's helped is probably the, the weight room is just just the repetition, like rep, reps, reps, reps. Because like the more reps you get, the, the better you're going to be at something. And I feel like that's just it's basically like a confidence thing like with within your body and in your in your mind like knowing you can dominate someone across from you yeah i noticed after seth ran that touchdown in you were one of the first guys over there to to dap him up and to you know give him a big hug how did it feel to spring him loose for a rushing td like that <laughs> i knew he wanted to keep it so I, it, it didn't mean a lot because i knew all week he was he he, he likes to run him in he likes he doesn't get very many of them, so I knew he was going to keep it, and he set it up perfectly and sprung around the corner, and I and I sealed a block for him. But that was pretty sweet. Hey, he's a pretty effective runner, though. I mean he he's a bit he's big and he's got some little nimble little feet, man. Like he can get he can get going pretty good. Yeah, he's sneaky. He's sneaky. He's not the fastest, but he's sneaky. Like when when he's around the defenders, he's a little he's got a little shift shift shiftiness to him that you don't really you don't know that he has. Yeah, when he sprung that when he sprung that 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 play out to the sideline, I was like, "Well, damn, Seth! Like, look <laughs> look at you go, man!" I know it's people like defenders. They don't expect that from him, like because like I mean, last year being a freshman quarterback, you probably don't want to run him as much. I mean, he's he's shown a little bit more this year, like what he has to offer in, in that aspect. A lot of times when a quarter, a lot of times when a quarterback is out, out on the run, it's because the pocket is broken down and the play is busted, and they got to get out on the thing. When it's a design run like that, you kind of say, "Oh, okay, this is what he really can do out there, right?" 
Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of yeah, a lot of a lot of his runs are like a lot of most of his runs are like breaking out from the pocket when it's a pass play, but like when it's a design run, it just it just feels probably even better inside for him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so how are you feeling about where the offense is right now? Obviously, man, you guys are just putting up points ridiculous amount, like a lot of a lot of plays, a lot of um a lot of passing plays, a lot of passing yards and you know, putting up good amount of numbers, man. How do you how do you feel the offense is right now? Where do you think it is? I think it's in a I think I think it's in a really good place. Like each of us are like these last three games, it's, I feel like everybody's built confidence within themselves. Like we got three good running backs and we really the whole running back room's good. The whole receiver room's good. Like Ducker, Asa, Brandon, even Sutton got a couple carries. He's a really good player. He's just young. And we got a lot of good receivers, all seven, eight of them that have played. I feel like all of our just grown and, and sets build confidence in, in the whole offense. Even the O line's been doing good. We just, yeah, we got a lot of confidence right now. So where do you see the biggest area of growth? Like what's the conversations you guys are having in your individual rooms and in the offensive meetings as a whole? Like where are you guys saying, hey, man, let's let's continue to tighten this up. Let's continue to get better at this. Definitely probably we just got to fit. For me, I feel like we just got to finish drives better, finish plays better. Like we do we do the right thing, but we just got to finish. Like not we, we need to score sevens instead of threes. Hmm. That's good. So, how do you do that? Like, what what is it? What does it mean to finish? Like, just a little bit. Like one, like one play will probably one of us. One of us will mess up out of eleven of us, which causes us to kick a field goal or punt. We just all eleven of us need to work as one to to execute that. So, how did it feel to be back in Memphis playing in front of the Tiger fan, fans again? The the Tiger faithful man. How was it playing again? Playing at the at the uh, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. Oh, it was awesome. I, I love playing in front of our fans. It's it's like nothing. It's like nothing like it. Like especially that last when the when the defense was out there, the last drive when they got the two false start penalties. Like it just changes. It changes the game with that environment like that. Yeah, that was wild, wasn't it? Like, it wasn't the biggest crowd. I mean, there, it was not the biggest crowd that I've ever seen at the, at the uh, stadium. But, man, they were loud. It was so loud on the field. And it, it you very rarely see a, a, an opposing team, and a visiting team, get really rattled and say it's absolutely because of the crowd. But that's what it was, man. Those two false starts were absolutely because of the noise on the field, right? Yeah, definitely. You could see, like, the O line and quarterback kind of get it, not get into it, but like, they looked at each other like, like whose fault is it? But <laughs> with the environment of the crowd, just it, cha- it changed that, it changed the game at the end. Absolutely, we are playing North Texas this weekend. It's going to be an afternoon game. It's going to be hot as all get out. Probably the last really hot game of the year. You guys excited about getting out there at two thirty on Saturday against North Texas? Yeah, definitely. It's just we got to go one and zero this week, like the our coaches have been saying. But I'm definitely excited. But it is going to be hot all week's going to be hot. Oh man, <laughs> listen, this is that this is Mother Nature's last pissed off week before the fall before fall temperatures hit. I'm excited. I'm excited to get out there and it not be blazing hot. Right? I know you are with all those pads on. Yeah, I'd rather be because I'm from Michigan, so I'd rather be 
70 and sunny, no humidity. That's the best weather for me. But 90, 92, that's might feel like 100 with being on that turf. So what are you doing to recover from? So that's a, that leads me to a good question. How do you, I know today's kind of a recovery day for you guys. You've got meetings, you've got, you know, um, a bunch of recovery stuff at the, at the facility. Like what, uh, how are you recovering from this past week and what are you doing to, how are you going to get your body ready for that heat on Saturday? Definitely hydrate. Hydration is one of the things, main things, drinking a lot of water and Gatorade, electrolytes. Another thing is probably getting in the cold tub and hot cold tubs for sure. And especially coming off a game, your, your body's always banged up. So definitely doing extra work, like soft tissue work, to help get my body ready for Saturday. Absolutely, man. You, I see that every every time I go to the availabilities on Saturdays, they got or on Mondays they have those massage tables set up. Are you a are you a regular massage getter? Yeah, definitely. The soft tissue definitely need that. Man, absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, Caden incredible game man you are the the most unanimous recipient of a go tigers 247 game ball that's got to be pretty exciting to get a game ball from go tigers 247 right definitely it definitely is exciting <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's a i'm sure you've received a lot of awards in your lifetime but that one's got to take a special place in your heart man definitely does <laughs> hopefully I, hopefully i get another one let's go it can't just be one no, we got to go for two, man. We got to yeah. go for two. Let's do it. Let's go for three. Let's get three. <laughs> Keep going. Hey, man, congratulations, man. Five receptions, 69 yards, two touchdowns, a fantastic blocking um, out there, man. Just overall an incredible game. You led the way for uh, the offense, man. Just did an incredible job. Way to go. Congratulations and good luck next week. Thank you so much. It was good talking to you. Thank you for listening to Tigers and 20s Game Balls. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in content all about the University of Memphis Tiger Athletics, hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Also, you can join our Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership. 